Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. Happy Zombie Jesus Day. Welcome to episode 21 of What's the Tea? And as always, I am your host, Lady Taya. Now, I to to my Christian listeners, I want to apologize um, for that insensitive joke. Um, I just saw that the Zombie Jesus meme a couple days ago, and I was like, okay, that's actually pretty funny. So I decided to I'm gonna share it with all of you. But then again, if you um, uh, listen to the show for any amount of time, you have to understand that this is not a show that's afraid to um, uh, hide from controversy, as is today's episode. So, anyways, as much as I would love to spend this entire episode on the Notre Dame fire that happened on April 15th, there's other stuff, well, one other topic I want to cover, because obviously with my mom, you know, she's wanting me to go to church, aka forcing me, and I really don't want to go, but it's kind of like, yeah, you know, if you don't go, you're going to be in a a big heap of trouble, so I'm kind of going to church, because I have to, not because I want to. Obviously, shocker, right? Um, But anyways, so... I'm, I'm going to only be able to cover one topic, so really it's going to be my opening monologue, and that's pretty much going to be it. So, um, before I continue, I would like to ask all of you to contribute, or I would like to encourage all of you to donate to the Notre Dame rebuild effort, but also for the rebuilding effort for the three uh, black churches in the South that were burned down as well. Um, I believe that all three of those cases were vandalism. Yeah, all three of those cases were uh, racially motivated uh, terrorism. So... You know, it, they, those need to be rebuilt as well, especially since all four of these buildings all represent um, uh, or all provide a sense of identity. And we need to ensure that all are rebuilt. Like for Notre Dame, obviously, the art, like the historical aspect and the significance to Western civilization. But for the three churches, really for those for those areas and also the fact that it's just going to show, hey, look, you know, you can we can all stick together with this across continents. And humanity really is able to. Um, uh, able to care about each other no matter how much it seems like we're unable to it uh at times but anyways you know there's i'm gonna cover more notre dame next week both because i'm gonna hopefully hopefully have more time but also because i haven't really we haven't really seen um the full extent of what we lost in the fire right and i know of course even by next sunday it's probably not going to be uh clear what all we've lost but hopefully by then we'll know more at least enough for me to be able to comfortably say all right yeah you know like here's what we did lose or probably lost and here's what we actually didn't lose so um and also by the way shout out to the paris fire team though i mean holy cow what a great job so we're actually about 15 to 30 minutes away from losing notre dame completely so the firefighters they really came in clutch and you know obviously the old roof was lost but honestly, in my mind, um, that might not be a bad thing because now what we'll be able to do is we'll be able to um, uh, rebuild it with modern uh, structures or modern building materials like steel and whatnot. And I, I think it'll be a good thing in the in the long run. And of course, people will be like, oh, well, you know, you have to keep it original. Well, the problem with that is, is that there literally aren't enough trees in France or there aren't any trees in France that are actually big enough to uh, be able to rebuild Notre Dame the way that it was built back in the... Uh, 12th through 14th centuries so you know that that's a fun uh that's a fun time all right so anyways um on to the main topic at hand i think i may have covered um uh, abortion in the past but today it's gonna be kind of an a different uh, uh take on it so um last friday so april 19th what the um christians call good friday um my mom decided to go protest at the local abortion clinic. Now, 
you know, I'm, I'm all for people expressing their free speech rights. Um, you know, th there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You know, I believe that offensive speech is fine. Um, uh, and I think that even, I'm like, you know, even to it, well, I mean, hate speech, you know, without uh, being corroborated with violence is actually free speech as well. Um, you know, it's like as much as it sucks, you know, me being the victim of, uh, um, you know, of different slurs and whatnot, it's like, yeah, you know, legally you have a right to say it, but ethically, and, you know, like in the case of an institution, you know, private institutions don't have to uphold free speech rights. So, you know, like my university, um, you know, we have a Title IX office. Well, also, like if you say something, you know, it's really messed up, you know, like against a transgender person or against a, um, uh, an African or against a black person or against, you know, any person of color, um, or even, I guess, against a white person, you know, if it is racially motivated and you can prove it, um, you know, the, obviously their, you know, institutional free speech isn't as absolute as, um, uh, legal free speech. But at the same time, I am vehemently opposed to harassment, which is obviously like kind of with the Title IX example, that's where the line's drawn. And ultimately, that's what these protesters at abortion clinics do, right? So um, here in my hometown, Granite City, um, our abortion clinic has, um, uh, in many cases, whenever there are protesters out there, uh, generally on the weekends, um, by the way, I, I got that from the uh, from the website, so don't think that I'm going out and uh, protesting uh, this clinic, because obviously, you know, I, uh, I, I do not. Why? Because I actually believe that... Um, uh, you know, abortion, legal, safe abortion is kind of a good thing, if not an absolute necessity. But so, um, you know, it's really sad because whenever you go to Hope Clinic's um, uh, website and you go into, and you go down over to the uh, patient info tab and then you click on what to expect and it says like, you know, before you leave home, you know, like how, how to prepare, you know, expect to be here like four to six hours, bring uh, what you need. Um, they say that they don't allow food and drinks except water, um, and they don't allow, they are unable to accommodate guests under 13 years old in the building. And then, like, you know, you have to, you know, not leave your crotch goblins, um, and pets in the car. Transportation, you know, they tell you what you need to know. And then, um, arrival, it says, you know, park in front of Hope Clinic, if possible, or if that lot is full in the back. Um, and then the second thing, and this is the saddest, and I think it's actually the longest um, uh, single bullet point in the entire um, uh, what to expect. Yeah, so this is actually the longest tab in the entire what to expect area. It's under arrival. Quote, unfortunately, on most weekends, there are protesters on the sidewalk. They do not know you in the circumstances of your life, so do your best to ignore their harassment. Please do not speak to them or take anything from them. It is illegal for them to touch you, block your path, or move on to the clinic property. If you believe they have done something illegal, please report it to the guard. Some women wear hoodies and headphones to block out the noise. On Saturdays, we have clinic escorts wearing purple vests who help shield you from the protesters as you enter the clinic. The ultrasound van on the street belongs to the protesters, not the clinic, so don't be fooled into going there. And then move as quickly as possible to the guard's desk by the front door, end quote. So move as, possible as, move as quickly as possible to the guard's desk by the front door is actually a separate bullet point. But still, like, the fact that that info is actually needed at a medical facility, which is what this is, okay? It's not a, um, a, it's an abortion mill. No, it's not, honey. I'm sorry, but, you know, abortion is a legal procedure, and in some cases is medically necessary or 
necessary for a young woman or, you know, even an older woman to be able to, um, uh, um, to be able to live her own life. And, you know, pe people are so judgmental about the idea of abortion and, um, <laughs> so, so, um, all right. So I actually need to finish that thought first. So, um, all right, I, I totally forgot what I, what I was saying. Oh yeah, but abortion is a legal, it's a recognized legal procedure. Well, legal medical procedure. And, um, you know, access to it is important because I would much rather have a woman go into a Hope Clinic, you know, and have a legal abortion where um, uh, she doesn't have to worry about, you know, having some guy in a back alley shove a hanger up her uh, upper parts to um, uh, to kill the fetus or to abort the fetus. And, um, you know, I mean, that's very barbaric and that can actually kill a woman or render her infertile, which is ironic because... How often, when I was in Catholic school, did I hear the propaganda of, Ew, if a woman has an abortion, she's going to be infertile. She's never going to have another kid again. And so I, you know, after a while, um, uh, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of interesting because can abortions, um, uh, you know, Can it actually cause infertility? Well, according to the Mayo Clinic, um, no. Elective abortion isn't thought to cause fertility issues or complications of future pregnancies. And there are some, and there are some studies that do pre present a possible, po suggest a possible link. So, nothing concrete. There's literally just a correlation, no sort of causation. Um, that um, uh, surgical abortion may cause scarring of the uterine wall. Um, which can make it difficult to get pregnant. Um, so the, the issue that I have with the idea that, oh, abortion causes infertility is aside from it just being plain old, Ill, plain old inaccurate is the fact that, um, uh, well, it's, well, yeah, it's just, it's just a lie. I mean, it's propaganda. You, trying to steer people away from, uh, um, from actually doing something that they probably need to do, you know, for the quality of life. And also one other thing too, that, um, uh, is kind of interesting about the Mayo Clinic. And then, and this can sound really stereotypical and I mean no way to, um, uh, sound like this, but you know, the idea of uh, future, uh, um, uh, you know, more premature births and uh, lower birth weight. Well, let's look at um, uh, some causes of um, uh, low birth weight. One of them is uh, smoking. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's kind of interesting because how many people who are, you know, in stressful living situations are more likely to smoke? And if you look at the demographics, you know, poor people are also likely to smoke. And poor people, I believe, I don't have the stat book in front of me, but I believe that they're actually um, less likely to have um, uh, quality sex education. Or, you know, they may not buy a condom either, or, you know, anyways, I, I could, the list could go on. But the idea that um, abortion itself is a cause, causality is a really hard thing to reach, right? I mean, you have to show verifiable proof that, yes, this is concretely 
or this there is a concrete link between abortion and low birth rates, or is in the claim of the Christian propagandists, low birth weights and infertility, which there is no scientifically verifiable link, not even a scientific, not even a suggested link in modern science or in recent scientific journals, which in my mind tells you everything that you need to know. All right, but so anyways, um, back to the uh, back to the issue at hand. So. The reason I kind of chuckled during that last part of this uh, talk was my mom, um, I was on her Facebook page. Well, not on her Facebook page, but like, you know, I was on one of my Facebooks, like, you know, scrolling through. And um, uh, and she made a post on Friday that said, um, uh, pray, too many abortion, or too many people in abortion mill, lots of misery cars. Pray. Or so actually, I need to reread it. Pray! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Too many people in abortion mill. Lots of Missouri cars. Pray. And so, you know, of course the comments on one of these pray posts are absolutely hilarious. So there's one person, like, with, you know, the that emoji, like, with, you know, with the hands together in prayer um, uh, thing. So she put three of those in. And then someone else just replies, yes. Like, okay, are you saying, like, yes to celebrate? too many people at the quote-unquote abortion mill, end quote, or are you saying yes to pray? Or are you saying yes to lots of Missouri cars? Um, and then someone else did the uh, three uh, prayer hand things. And then here, here's a dude coming in with four prayer things. So, you know, he's definitely <clears throat> he's definitely getting across to God. Um, then someone else says pray, and then someone else is back with uh, the three praying hands. And then <laughs> this woman um, uh, um, is like, don't you think that that's between the lady and God? <laughs> And I'm like, well, first off, brutal. Second, you know, they're really, you know, I don't exactly believe in God. But third, thank you for standing up to the woman's right to choose. And by the way, guess what? This woman has a little picture, has like a picture of her baby is her profile picture. So I guess she's anti-baby, even though she has a kid and, you know, didn't abort it, you know? So it's always like people who are pro-choice don't hate babies or support infanticide. Wow. What a startling startling um uh development i mean i am absolutely just um uh, i mean just absolutely stunned by that i mean i could almost just say you know wow and you know it's just god it, it's so frustrating to me seeing um uh people be so judgmental whenever they themselves are like oh well i'm not holier than thou or oh i don't judge people because like you know god told me that you know i shouldn't judge and some in so many cases those people are the most judgmental pricks i have ever met in my entire life like have you ever been in a situation where it's like you know what no, I literally know I cannot afford another kid. I will lose my house. I'm, you know, I just, I will lose my job. I'll lose my house. You know, I'll end up homeless. I don't have any family to support me. And, you know, it's like, how, how dare you suggest that you know more about every single person's life than they do? How dare you suggest that? Okay. And I mean, you know what, what makes it even worse in my mind are the um, assholes out there who are like, 
oh, well, um, you know, they can just get, like, charity services. Okay, so what? So, these people who are out at the abortion clinic preventing women from getting much needed procedure are like, look, okay, we'll get you, we'll, we'll, we'll help you any way that you need, okay? Well, how long is that help going to last? Um, are you going to help them, are you going to help that person find a spouse? No, of course not. Um, what if that uh, child um, uh, ends up having really bad medical issues, you know, like after a year and a half? What, what then? Um, or what if it's a poor person and the kid, you know, has like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in uh, medical bills in the first six months of its life that it ends up dying at the end of that six months? And the mother can't afford to pay it because she doesn't have health insurance because she's like just above the brink for Medicaid. And, you know, she and, and you're like, oh, we'll help you any way you can. Are you going to pay that $100,000 medical bill? Or how long is that help going to last? Or is it just going to be a, oh, we'll give you money for a year and then, oh, uh, yeah, good luck. Because I can guarantee you that the lattermost one of those possibilities is definitely going to be the one that actually gets put in practice. And what about if that person becomes um, uh, ends up being uh, you know LGBTQ plus? Huh? Are you going to be happy then? Because um, of the people that she was talking to, my mom was talking about who were there that I knew, guess how many of them were uh, supportive of LGBTQ plus rights? Zero. Zero. And these people call themselves pro-life. No. You know what you care about? You just care about keeping the birth rates up. Which is understandable, you know, that's fine. But um, how many of these people at the same time are also like, oh my god, oh my god, Muslims are um, infiltrating this country. It's like, oh my god, I, 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 I'm a, I, I just cannot handle this. I mean, you know, wow, there's so many, so many immigrants coming into this country. And it's like, no, that is not how it works, okay? God! Very, yes, there are cases, there are higher rates of violence among certain portions of the population that are immigrants, but it's very few, less than 1%, okay, okay, got it, less than 1%, but regardless, how racist is that? I mean, if you're worried, okay, well, I guess I'm anti-Muslim anti would be the proper word whenever regarding like you know muslims coming in but like in the case of mexicans how ra or mexicans and you know uh, latin latinx people how racist can you be <laughs> how racist can you be oh and then an african an african immigrant oh no um they they might be christian but you know they're not real christian no they practice like that voodoo stuff over there especially the haitian christians oh boy oh boy you know the, the, those people down there, ooh, you know what? You know the earthquake only came through to punish them, right? Yeah, it's it's crazy. I know, but I'm telling you, God punished God punished the Haitians. No, He didn't. Gosh, I mean, you guys are like, oh, God is so forgiving and whatnot, but yet you're like, God punishes this person, punishes this person, punishes this person. Do you know what you're really talking about? Because I'm seriously starting to question that at this point. And but this hypocrisy though. Where people are like, oh, well, you know, we'll just, we'll support these people. It's like, no, you won't. And my mom, she specifically said, oh, yeah, and so, I'm like, you can't say that I'm, uh, um, uh, that we don't support these people. I'm like, well, you really don't. Like, in all honesty, um, she, th those Christians who I'm, uh, and, you know, I understand, you know, they're like, okay, you know, um, 
you know, we actually want to help these people. It's like, okay, great. You know what? More power to you if you actually donate, you know, to help the women out who have kids, help them out during the adoption process. But why do you tell them, why do you, because one thing I was kind of waiting for my mom to say was, okay, well, um, uh, you know, we're also like, you know, give, gave them uh, adoption options. And it's like, that was one thing that she never once said. And it might have been implied, and I, it's just didn't directly say it. But I've been trying to do a better job of, you know, not looking into the subtext of everything. And I was like, what the hell am I listening to right now? Because am I pro-choice? Definitely. But am I pro-death? Hell no. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm right to die, but that's, you know, I'm just pro-choice. Because, I mean, you know, I think euthanasia should be something that should be illegal. Because why should someone have to suffer through a terminal illness that they know that they cannot recover from? And they're just kind of like, you know what? I'm happy with my spot in life right now. I just don't want to suffer, you know, for my remaining few months. I'd rather just go peacefully and on my own terms. You know, nothing wrong with that. I'd much rather have someone be able to, you know, just um, uh, take a shot than have to um, uh, go home and uh, shoot themselves with a shotgun. Because that is something that actually does happen. And it's something that isn't anywhere near talk that isn't talked about nearly enough. Why? Because it's a very uncomfortable subject. But it's a subject that, in my mind, definitely needs to be covered far more often and far more effectively. Am I crazy? Maybe. Am I a bad person? I don't think so. But at the same time, um, uh, you know, it's kind of like, okay, so what? So what if this woman does get the kid? You know, she has to give up her career. Um, well, maybe not. She, she might not have to, but, you know, if she's in school, I mean, how many lawyers, how many law school students do you know right now that are actually raising a kid on their own? I mean, I'm not in law school, so I know my sample is much lower, but of the ones that I know personally, I know of absolutely none. And, um, don't get me wrong, I really do feel bad for the, um, uh, well, obviously, I feel bad for the women who are the victims of this kind of harassment. But at the same time, I also feel bad for the, um, uh, for the quote-unquote Christian, well, yeah, quote-unquote Christians that, um, uh, that feel the need to harass these women for no reason other than we just don't like, um, uh, um, that just don't like people actually having the right to make their own decisions. And so the movie Unplanned, um, you know, I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I'm only going to see it, like, if, if I can watch it for free because I refuse to give any money to, um, uh, um to Mike Lindell and the folks over at that uh, movie studio. Did I forget to time hop yesterday? Sorry, I just got like the time hop notification and I'm starting to wonder if I remembered or forgot to time hop yesterday. I, I think I did. Yeah, I must. Yeah, I did because I'm a... Uh, so obviously yesterday was 420, right? And so the 420 memes are always amazing. Um, uh, but yeah, so anyways, um, thankfully I didn't forget to um, time hop. But yeah, so God, that was like the worst diversion ever, and I think it, it, quite possibly in the history of this show. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it's really frustrating for me because you have these people, and you know, there are some out there who are like, you know what, no, I just, you know, they 
are like, you know, I just don't think abortion is the right thing to do. And they're also opposed to the death penalty. And they also contribute and help women, you know, find adoption services. Or they contribute materially if they want to keep the, um, uh, keep it. Keep the fetus. Um, but this, uh, this a moral grandstanding, though, of, uh, of evangelical Christians that are like, if we're pro-life, um, uh, if you're not pro-life, if you don't oppose abortion, you're a bad person and you're pro-death. And by the way, in case if you're wondering, yes, back when I was in Catholic school, that was something that was thrown around quite a bit. And I have been called pro-death many, many times by my own mother because I have the nerve to actually stand up for these women who need to make a very difficult choice. And if I'm being honest, um, on Friday... You know, I was really tempted, well, I mean, I was riding around on my motorcycle. I was really tempted to go over there, full gear and everything, and just help walk these women into the clinic. Now, I'm sure that there were the guards out there wearing the purple vests um, that were helping them out. So, I didn't know about that at the time, and I'm kind of glad I didn't. Plus, I was worried about, you know, getting trouble for my mom if I got home after she did because I was on my bike. And, you know, motorcycles are absolutely evil. But, um, yeah. But, so, anyways... Um, one other thing, too, that I think these are people really need to think a little bit more about is um, is really an inside, right? Um, you know, like I said, there are valid reasons to oppose abortion, but you also have to back that up, especially if you really want to be called pro-life. Because honestly, there are some people that I know who I actually call pro-life because it's like, you know what? No, they, um, uh, you know, they donate when they can. Um, it's more than like 50, like a dollar into the basket every Sunday, you know, a church, um, they donate effectively and when they can, but they also oppose a death penalty and they also oppose, um, uh, abortion. It's like, you know what? Yeah, I, I can see your point. Right. Um, but one other thing too, is that, um, so, um, my mom, she gave me, she had this sheet, um, um, and, uh, I, 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 unfortunately I made the mistake of uh, not looking at it. Um, but so, all right. So obviously, so I, I'm, I'm trying to find a like good, um, all right, here we go. So I, I was trying to, um, uh, um, trying to figure out like where, um, you know, this whole idea with, um, uh, um, uh, you know, like storing baby parts. And it's like, well, okay. So one thing that's kind of the, the issue at hand is like, okay, so Christian's like, oh, well, you know, we don't, baby parts like flush down the toilet, which by the way, they're not. Okay. Um, and then like the Project Veritas came out with this thing where they're selling in, um, uh, um, where they sell baby, where they sell them a fetal tissue. And it's like, well, like, you know, so there's this idea that in science that, okay, there is tissue donation, but, you know, you can't exactly sell for a profit. You can pay, um, uh, you know, you can pay, like, transfer, um, uh, transport uh, fees and whatnot, you know, so, like, um, uh, you know, just to recoup expenses, but that's literally it. You cannot sell for, a pro for profit. Um Yeah, because it can receive reimbursement, which is allowed by law. 
and lots in case of a Planned Parenthood, which by the way, Planned Parenthood does much more than just abortion. Now I remember what I was talking about, unplanned. So um, I've been reading like, you know, some reviews and whatnot. And so I know obviously the best thing is, or the best part is, or the best way to uh, actually comment on a film is to actually see it. But since I'm a, ethically, I refuse to watch it right now. Um, until at least, you know, I actually see the, um, uh, until I see that I can watch it for free. There, there ain't no way in hell I'm going to watch that, that pile of crap. But so, yeah, I, so, you know, between a husband and a, a husband and wife, um, guess who the, um, uh, um, uh, guess who the first person was to realize that the woman was pregnant. Of course it was the husband, because why not, right? I mean, why wouldn't you have the, um, uh, um, the first person in the household be the man, the all-knowing man, um, to, uh, um, to, to know before, to know the woman's body better than she does, because, you know, if we have men writing, uh, abortion laws, then that means that they have to know more, because if they don't know more, then that means that a woman actually knows more about her body, and that would mean that the woman would be empowered, which is tragic, we can't have that, an empowered woman? No, no, say, say the abortion, anti-abortion activists. The anti-abortion propagandists, if you will. There's a war on Christianity in, you know, empowered women, thought crimes, you know, th thinking against God is the ultimate thought crime. A free thinker, Satan's slave. And people wonder why why I left the church, why I absolute why I despise religion. I mean, in all seriousness, like, why, what about that makes it appealing to someone like me? Someone who actually cares about science. And I know that that's by and large the evangelical position, right? But, um, I mean, regardless, it's still a very, very dangerous position to have in existence. And in no way am I recommendation censor recommending censorship. I'm just saying that there is a war of ideology, and there is a culture war going on, and while we may not think of it as much, it's like, I mean, the idea that Trump, you know, himself, I mean, maybe Trump has to actually be a model for all of us. It's like, holy crap, what an immoral sack of crap, and yet he was able to um, uh, convince the evangelicals that, oh no, he's actually doing God's work because he, uh, he discovered Jesus back in 2016. Oh boy. Um but yeah. Obviously, um uh th this robs me very in a very interesting way. But at the same time, um I understand that you know these people they don't understand what they're talking about. They're just literally being they're just repeating what their uh, preachers are telling them. And in all honesty, well, and, but the, what's interesting though is that the preacher isn't always the priest. So, um, uh, the the priest at the school, one of the schools my mom teaches at, 
Um, he he's he's a liberal and he's he's pro life too. You know, I mean he's one. I mean when I say pro life, I mean he is pro life. Um, I mean he he does a lot of good work and he's also against the death penalty and so he's not a hypocrite, right? Um, he's not so foolish as to believe that. If a woman has a baby, she has to keep it. No, she actually—he actually does help out with adoption services and whatnot. I mean, he's like I said, he's a genuinely good guy, right? But um, uh, um, so many others are like, like one of the individuals that my mom said was over at the um, uh, abortion clinic. She, she said her name. I'm like, oh, boy! Former youth group uh, leader, um, at the, or youth group leader at the youth group that I used to go to before I, you know, kind of woke up and was like, wait a second, no, religion's kind of bad. Um, but um, talk about one of the most vile people that you wouldn't really realize is vile until after you actually think about it, people that you'll ever meet in your life. Um Anti-LGBTQ anti plus rights. Um, not explicitly racist, but definitely has those, um, uh, um, has those views that are expressed. Um, you know, still thinks Obama's a Muslim, so I guess that's pretty explicitly racist, you know, but, um, uh, you know, it's, um, uh, it's bad, and I absolutely hate hypocrisy, especially from people who claim to hate hypocrisy. Um, which I know is kind of ironic, because I can be hypocrites sometimes, but, you know, if we're not hypocrites, or if there are no hypocrites in the world, how much fun would it be? Alright, so anyways, guys, um, I hope you enjoyed this, um, uh, this shorter episode. Once again, I apologize for it, I'm not being so short, but, you know, time kind of is a bit of a problem for me right now. Um, so anyways, um, uh, of course, as always, I like to avoid controversial topics um, on this show. And so I believe I am definitely holding true to that um, with this topic and me just going on a rant against um, uh, anti-abortion activists. But so anyways, guys, um, I hope you all have a wonderful, uh, wonderful week. I will see you next Sunday and bye.